You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Hello and welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. Thank you so much for joining us as we support you, the entrepreneur, and getting the time and financial freedom in your business. And so we do this by not only addressing your business needs, but also your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, and relationship needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Brenda Underwood to the show. Hello, Brenda. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Beverly. It's so nice to be here. Awesome, 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 awesome. And so you guys, I have brought Brenda in. She is what we call a breakthrough strategist. And so she's going to talk to us all about how to make your job optional. So those of us that are in that space and place where you're like, hey, I need something different. She's going to talk to us about the process and what it is that we can do to make that transition in a powerful way. But Brenda, before we dive into this conversation, I love to play this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So Brenda, are you game to play the game? I'm game. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's do this. So Brenda, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation for a week, where would you go? (laughs) Bora Bora. Oh, no, she didn't say that's my spot. She must have been in my prayer closet this morning when I was talking to God about it's time. (laughs) That is where I want to go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bora Bora, that's the place. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that. And so if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? I would be a leopard because they're fast. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. And then my last question for you. When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? A CPA. Hey, and did you get to do that? I, I got enough student loans to do that. But um, every time I would get a job working, I never went through the certification to be mm-hmm. a certified public accountant, but I would get jobs. And every time I'd get a job, they, were, they would put me in the sales department. They'd hire me for accounting, billing, AP, something like that. And then they would say, hey, with your personality, we can make, both of us can make more money if you would go into the sales department. And I'll never forget the first time I was asked that. I said, no, because I know exactly how much money I'm going to get working in accounting. And they said, we'll pay you your salary as your base play plus commission. I was all game. Woo, okay, you're speaking my language. <laughs> wow, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Brenda, let's go ahead and dive into this conversation. This is something that I feel like is a powerful conversation, a powerful topic. You know, people every single day, you know, there are people who wake up like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm about to quit my job. I'm about to quit my job. And so I wanted to have this conversation with you about the process in doing this and, you know, that thing. So kind of talk to us when you say that you are a breakthrough strategist, what does that mean? Any area where you find yourself hitting a wall, Hmm. hindered, stuck, I'm the person to help you get to the real root of what's creating that scenario in your life Mm -hmm. and putting together a step-by-step 
strategy on how you break through whatever's hindering you. The glass ceiling, how do we break through it? The financial cycle of I earn a lot and I spend a lot. How do Mm. we break through it? The relationships with family that are broken, how do we break through it? I primarily focus on helping people in their careers to break free Mm. into a life of options. Because when we don't have options, we feel stuck. Wow. Wow. Woo. That's powerful. That is powerful. That is powerful. And so let me ask you this. So how did you kind of get started in this? Um, You know, especially when it comes to helping people to to break through when it comes to the issue with their careers and kind of feeling stuck. How did you actually get started with this? I was a Bible college teacher for eight years, and I taught at a very prominent church here in the Atlanta area, um, the class called Transformation. And I would talk to wholehearted believers that were repeating destructive cycles. Mm. Even though they knew the word, they loved the Lord, they prayed, they studied their Bible, they were in worship, they were in fellowship, but they were still living this mediocre life. Wow. And they were frustrated. And I just prayed and said, God, how do I help them break through? And he led me on this path, kicking and and screaming Mm. at some point, (laughs) but he led me on this path to really help people break free into the promises of God for their life. Because God did not design us to be worn out, broke, busted and disgusted on medication to sleep on medication to wake up coffee, you know, has to have it all day long to stay stimulated. God didn't design us that way. Wow. And so it came about through that experience for eight years. And I just said, God, I want to help people break free. And he gave me the name breakthrough for life. Wow. Wow. And I know, you know, people that are listening, you know, the part that you said, as far as that's not how we were designed and created to live. So many of us live that way and it's almost become our norm. And so you're saying that was not how God created and designed us to live. No. Wow. And so kind of talk to us about what is the mission of your business? My mission is to help people walk in the promises of God for their life. And the way that I do that as a breakthrough strategist is helping you break through the things that hinder your ability to walk in the abundance that Jesus said he died for us to have. He said, I came to give you life and give it to you abundantly. That means that you're not strapped. You don't have golden handcuffs on you working a job that you don't like that you don't get along with your boss, but you feel like you have these golden handcuffs on you that keep you trapped in a place you don't want to be for the money and the benefits. Wow. And so that's your definition of golden handcuffs, because I noticed you used that a couple of times. I love that phrase. So what's that definition again of my golden handcuffs? The golden handcuffs have you, has you trapped in a job that you don't care for, It's not a full expression of the gift God gave you, but you stay in it because of these golden handcuffs that have you trapped because of the pay and the benefits. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. And so I know that there are people that are listening right now and they're shaking their head like, yep. mm -hmm, Yes, 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 yes. And so 
for you, for that person that's listening, and they're like, yes, Brenda, like, I, I get it. Like, the money's good. The benefits are good, you know, but they still have this longing for something different. What do you say to, to her that's listening to it right now? Like, they want something different. They know that what, what they're doing right now is not everything, but it's like, I don't know what to do next. What do you say to her? What I say to her is hire a breakthrough strategist so that I can come alongside you as a high achiever and support you. Because most high achievers are people who are supporting everyone else, but who supports them? Who helps them navigate the questions in their lives? And so as a strategist, my job is to hear your vision, hear your heart, hear your talent, hear your gift, and then help you put together a step-by-step strategic strategy to achieve your future you goals. And that allows you to tap into what God placed in you because God loves to place his greatest blessings in obscure places. So where we look at our gift and say, I can't make money in my gift. You're talking to a God who created money and gave you the gift. So he knows how to pay your mortgage through the gift he gave you. And my job is to come along the side that high achiever and help her unlock that and activate that. Oh my goodness. So she can live a life that is fulfilled. And I always tell those high achievers when they come to me, you can, you can always make money. You can have a job that you don't like and make money and be unfulfilled, or you can tap into the gift God gave you and make money and be fulfilled. Mm. Whoa, so I can have it both ways. Oh my goodness. Hey, the God we serve, he he owns time and he owns money. Yes, 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 yes. And so Brenda, you said something, you said a lot of good stuff. But one thing you said that I wrote down was the fact that there are people who think I can't make money with my gift. Like, where do you think that thought comes from? We're we're conditioned through education Mm. to be one-dimensional and to work for someone else we're conditioned for that <laughs> but that's not biblical oh wait a minute people- hold, on, hold, hold, hold on Brenda wait 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 because I know she's about to break this thing down some of y'all looking around like wait a minute oh Brenda about to break this down so Brenda did I just hear you say because I did cut her off so I want to make sure I didn't miss a part Brenda did you say that it was not biblical <laughs> it's not yes because- break that part down for me because look at Abraham Isaac Jacob Jesus, Peter, who did they work for? Mm. Please tell me who they worked for. Because when I checked, Jesus was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Peter was a tent maker. Woo. David was a psalmist. <gasps> so in the Bible, the people who were slaves were people who worked for someone else. Someone else owned their time and controlled their money. Wow. We just have to a, a second just to let that that I just need people to hear what you just said. <laughs> Cause Brenda, right now, you got some people with their mouths open as they are listening to this. Wow. And it doesn't mean that everyone is designed to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You may be a gifted surgeon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you don't want to do the, the 12 years of school mm-hmm. to be that mm-hmm. gifted surgeon. So you take another route that's easier so you can make the money. Wow. But the fulfillment is going to be in the gift. 
and it provides the money. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys, if you're not rocking right now, like I'm rocking in this chair right now, <laughs> you're not listening. You are not listening to what Brenda is saying. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay, Brenda, first of all, you're going to shook some things to people's core around here. Okay, so it is okay for me to once again enjoy the work that I do and be highly paid for the work that I do and enjoy, right? That's what I heard you say. Exactly. And and let me just add this, because don't take my word for it. Take the scripture's (laughs) word for it. When when God asked Solomon to build the temple, he said, go and find the highly, Uh, excuse me, go and find the master craftsman and pay them well. He didn't say go find the master craftsman and ask them if they'll do it for free. They didn't, he didn't say go find the master craftsman and see if they will volunteer. He said, go find the master craftsman and pay them well. So that master craftsman is someone who had a gift on the inside. They cultivated they gift, that gift. They honed that gift and they added skills to their gift. And now God who's been watching says now, Go pay them very well. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. so Brenda, look, y'all, I didn't bring my steel toe boots with me today. And I thought I was bad when it came to this right here. Look, I got my sandals on feet all cute. And this right here is not a sandals kind of conversation because Brenda is stepping on some toes. So Brenda, I'm going to have to give my people a slight little break because they're going to have to gather themselves because <laughs> you have okay. here with guns blazing. So, Brenda, we are going to take a break. (laughs) Okay. Allow my people to get themselves, put their wig back on straight, because you are here snatching wigs and everything, and I didn't (laughs) warn them before this conversation. So, I'm going to give them a little second to get themselves together. (laughs) Then I had to pull the comb and everything. So, Brenda, (laughs) we are going to continue this conversation right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the worth specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www jwsmithassociates.com okay Brenda I think we have given them some time <laughs> to get themselves together <laughs> so I want to continue this conversation and you know what you shared before that first break just about the fact that it is okay for me to be paid for my gifts I think that sets some people free so now let me ask you this. So what do you say to that person that's like, okay, okay, Brenda, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. You know, yes, the money here is good. The benefits are good, that type of thing. But it's like, I know I want to do something else, but I'm not sure of what that something else is. 
what would you say to that person that's like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I, I do. I would love to be in business for myself, but how do I kind of figure out what that next step would be? If you're not sure what your gift is, tap into what you enjoy doing. Hmm. Passion cannot be manufactured. I love numbers. I'm skilled with numbers. It is very beneficial for me in every job I've had in 11 different industries. However, if someone doesn't like numbers, going to college to get a degree in numbers isn't going to make them enjoy it. But numbers are my passion. I love it. But I can express that in a multidimensional way. And I think that's one of the big things that we get caught up on. Mm -hmm. This is my gift. I'm good at math. So the only thing I can do is be a math teacher. Well, (laughs) no, you could be a lot of different things. You could work in finance. You could work in investing. You could work in a variety of different ways. In sales, it set me apart, understanding profit dollars and P&Ls. So when you look at your passion, what you're passionate about, then you pray, God, how do I monetize this particular gift you gave me? Because even the farmer eats from the food that he sells before he sells it. Mm. New Testament, New Testament says four different. Hold on. You can't just drop a nugget like that and keep going. You can't do that. You got to let them hear what you said. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Now we're ready for the script. Okay. Keep going. Okay. We had to let that sink in for a second. Go ahead. (laughs) So when we look at scripture, the scripture says in New Testament, four different times. A workman is worthy of his pay. Mm. A workman is worthy of his pay. Even the priest in the Old Testament received their pay from what they what people brought as offerings. Wow. And that part that she just said, once again, I need you guys to lean in and I need you to hear what it is that she's saying. That she's just not making this stuff up out of the air. She is using scripture to back up what it is that she says, because I know a lot of times. And I'll say even specifically for women, it can be a struggle for them to charge (laughs) for something that's their gift or their talent or their skill because they find this kind of there's a guilt that's associated with that. So what do you say to her? Look, Brenda, like I just told you, I just told you what scripture says. (laughs) Well, well, let me help you there. For all the women out there who were like me when I first started and saying, Mm -hmm. God, I'll Mm -hmm. do this for free. Uh-huh. just keep me on the job and the job will pay my bills and I'll do this for free. And I'm going to tell you what I felt like the Holy Spirit told me. I want you to trust and value the gift I gave you as much as I trust you to have it and value I put on it. Wow. Wow. So let me say that again. In simple and simplistic, simplistically, value the gift God gave you as much as God values the gift he gave you. Ooh. Okay, you guys, once again, don't argue with me. Look, go argue with God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay, Brenda. So now we are breaking through. Hey, see what I did there? This barrier when it comes to money and, and knowing that I can be paid for my gifts and my talents and all of that stuff like that. So what do you say to that person that's like, they're amped up right now, Brenda, and they were like, boom, uh uh-huh, I'm getting ready to go quit my job tomorrow. Don't. (laughs) 
So I, I can only do everything with breakthrough for life is built on biblical principles. Mm -hmm. And so when God was taking new territory with Joshua, he didn't tell Joshua, just go in and fight him and take over the, the ground. I gave you the promised land. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's laid up for you. You still have to go displace the giants. But before he told Joshua, go displace the giants, what he told Joshua to do is go and spy out the land mm -hmm. to see what's going on in that area and come back and report mm -hmm. so that we can put together a plan of attack. So research and development, I call it the R&D of the Bible, <laughs> is the method to taking new ground. God was, is not impulsive. Mm -hmm. So if you mm -hmm. wanna leave your job in the next year, you need to start planning today to wow. give that resignation one year from today. This way, when you do a strategic plan, you've got your finances in order, it's not impulsive, and you've handled the intangibles that are required to run a business while you still have an income. So when you transition into your business, you just are changing where you get your paycheck from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh, so you said have a plan. Okay, so for those people that sit down, look, that's not what she said. She did not say go in, in your job tomorrow and resign. That's not what Brenda said. <laughs> exactly. And once again, gave you some scripture to back it up of being strategic and having this plan, that type of thing. So I absolutely love that, Brenda. And so what do you say to that person? Like, okay, Brenda, okay, I'm not going to go quit my job tomorrow. But Brenda, you don't understand. You don't understand. I have this job. It really pulls on me. You know, sometimes I'm working 70, 80 hours a week. How do I do that and build this business? Like, how do I make time for both? How do I do that? When I work with my clients, and, and, and that is not a simplistic answer, because creating mm -hmm. work-life balance is a habit. Mm. Just like being a workaholic is a habit. And so I work with my clients to re-engineer their habits I also help them frame conversations with their boss to begin to bring in healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. Most of my clients are leaders in, the, in some capacity in their occupation. And I teach them the art of delegation so you can get more work done in less time. Wow. Wow. Whew. And if I can share real quick an example yes. that I have um, permission to share from my client. She runs a mortgage company, mm -hmm. 70 hour workaholic. She hired me for her retirement exit strategy. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we went to work on was her work-life balance. So where she used to work seven days a week, she now works five days a week, ah. earns more. She's closing more deals than she ever closed before. Wow. But we went through a strategy to help her buy back time. Wow. <laughs> Did you hear what she just said? Look here. So once again, there is a way. There's a method. There's a strategy. Once again, if you're strategic and have a plan, which Brenda, that's what she does. She helps people to create the plan. You know, so once again, they're able to do both in the sense of, you know, and 
I love what you said because you said, you know, she went from seven days a week down to five days a week, but she's still plugged in. Like she's tuned into the work. Like she didn't kind of say, well, hey, I'm just going to give this job whatever, you know, little scraps I have. She's still very tuned into her job, correct? Exactly. Because she's she's billing. I mean, her particular division is doing more mortgages than they've ever done before. That's because she is sharper at her work because she got sharper at her playtime. Did you hear her? Look, okay. <laughs> that's, so, that's a whole nother, that's yes, a whole nother interview for another day. Yes, 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 yes. But I love what you just said, Brenda. So once again, having a plan, because yeah, it's going to take some adjustment to having the career and building the business. But once again, it can be done because people do it all the time. But once again, exactly. having a plan and a strategy. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Gotcha, Brenda. Okay. So we've eliminated that as a reason why I can't do both. So I can do both. So Brenda has told us we can make the money with something that we love, something that we're you know, gifted at and skilled at, that we're passionate about. Okay. You said I can also do this while I'm still at the job. So I don't have to go quit my job tomorrow. We exactly. Can work out a strategy. You'll help me create this strategy and this plan to where I can still do both. Right? Yes. Yes, I'm your how-to coach. Yes. Okay, so Brenda, I hear you with this part here now. Okay, so my next question is, okay, now how do I know when it's time for me to leave the job and be able to go into my business full-time? When your job is making money already and you have a strong marketing strategy where you can literally, your marketing strategy should be like a faucet. Mm-hmm. When you need more water, you turn it up higher. When you need less water, you make you turn it a little lower. Mm. So when you have a strong marketing strategy in place to connect with your ideal client and have them calling you mm-hmm. and you have provided, you have put together a um, service or a product that you provide that people want to pay for. Mm. and are paying for it while you're still employed. So make your job optional is all about multiple streams of revenue. So you are, I have clients that are making two, three, $4,000 on the side with a scalable business because of our strategies Mm. and they're still working the job. So now they've paid off all of their debt. Yes. And they're going to transition from that job debt-free, making more money. One of my clients went to quit his job and his boss said, how much more money do we need to pay you to stay? And we'll let you work from home. And he said, Mm. I only want to work a 35 hour week. He's a computer engineer. I only want to work a 35 hour week. They said, fine, as long as you hit these KPIs, Mm. then we're fine with it. And KPIs are like just milestones Mm -hmm. of work that needs to be done. And he kept his job. They know he has options, so they stop acting like they owned them. Woo! Wait a minute. Hold on. You just hit on something right there. What do you mean by that phrase, acting like they own them? Mm. Have you ever had a boss say you can't get a better job? You can't get a job in this particular economy? Mm. I'll tell you what my boss told me one day. I put golden handcuffs on you so you'd never leave. Wow. Wow. But when an employer knows you have options and you're valuable, they treat you different. In that part right there. Wow. 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 So, and I love that. Like you said, having the options, 
being able to, to be empowered with knowing you have those options and knowing they know you have those options type of thing so they can't hoard it over your head about having a job. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's no more, um, you can't take that day off. Mm. For my particular client, they went to tell him he couldn't take spring break off. <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm taking spring break off. It's just, or am I going to come back and work for you when mm. I come back from spring break? That's your just your decision. Because as much as you choose to employ me, I, I choose to be employed by you. Let me yes. say that again so you can yes. edit that out if necessarily. Yes. As much as you choose to employ me, I also choose to be employed by you. Wow. Options gives you choices. Woo, Brenda. <laughs> it's a whole steak dinner on the bed yes. show. Yes. Oh my goodness. They did not know. <laughs> they told me <in> today. <laughs> you were going to help me get their whole lives together. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, and that's I the love- reason. And that's the reason why I got a dual certification mm. from two different institutes, mm-hmm. one for business and one for life. Wow. Wow. Coupled with 30 years of experience of working directly with P- uh, CEOs and presidents on implementing their visions yes. of their businesses. Wow. 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 Brenda, when I tell you, very rarely am I lost the words. Look, very rarely is my <laughs> mouth open. Just look. So this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Believe it or not, our time is almost up. But Brenda, I know that there are women out there that's listening, you know, these high achievers where they're just like, you know, people are, are pulling on them, tugging on them. You know, like you said, the money is good. The, the, the benefits are good. The pay is good. But they have this longing for something different, for something more. And so my question to you is, what can they do to find out more information about you? So what's your website? What's your email address? What are your social media handles so that they can connect with you to figure out how you can support them through this process? My website is BreakthroughForLife.com. Everything spelled out. B-R-E-A-K F-O Breakthrough. Sorry. B-R-E-A-K-T-H R-O-U-G-H-F-O-R-L-I-F-E dot com. Email is Brenda at BreakthroughForLife.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Life Coach Brenda. Wow. Mm, mm. Brenda, I cannot thank you enough for coming in and having this conversation with my listeners. Brenda, thank you so much. You are very welcome. All right, you guys, thank you so much. And we will have more after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the worth specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month leading on purpose coaching and development program. 
we can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Hello, and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. And so now we have moved to the portion of the show that I like to call Beverly's six-figure framework tip of the day. And so this is the time where I just kind of come in and, and speak with you guys and provide you with tips, strategies, resources that I use to create a multi six figure business and that my clients have used to literally close and create 10, 20, $30,000 in a week, uh, $60,000 in a month, that type of revenue. And so with today's topic, I kind of wanted to just kind of pause a moment. And when I say pause, just to kind of reflect on this entrepreneurial journey. So, you know, this has been a very interesting journey. (laughs) And so right now I'm speaking entrepreneur to entrepreneur. I'm going to be real with this conversation, you know, that we're having because being an entrepreneur, one, is not for the faint of heart. If anyone has told you, hey, you know, start your own business and everything is easy peasy lemon squeezy, they are lying. (laughs) They are lying to you. And so, you know, and I, I feel like sometimes as entrepreneurs, we don't necessarily have a place and space where we can go to have conversations with other entrepreneurs. And so sometimes we end up finding ourselves in this vacuum. We find ourselves in this space and place where it's like, okay, I don't have anyone to talk to. So, you know, or I have to figure this thing out by myself or, you know, no one I know around me is an entrepreneur. So where do I go if I have questions? Where do I go if I need to get something off my chest? Where do I go? That type of thing. And so I just wanted to use this time to kind of, you know, have this conversation, be real and honest, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship. And so for me personally, on my journey, this is, uh, you know, I've been 14 years as an entrepreneur, five years specifically as a business strategist. So I am a business strategist specifically for Christian female coaches who want to create more income and more impact without compromising their Christian values. And so five years in this space, 14 years just as an entrepreneur. So this is business number four for me. So I always say I'm not new to this entrepreneurial journey. You know, part of this journey, I've, uh, you know, I've, I've been in, I was in business full time. Part of this journey, I was working my business, building my business and working full time, you know, so I've been in both of those spaces. So, you know, with this conversation that we just had with Brenda, you know, about those people who want to, you know, have their business or have, you know, they're working full time, but they also have this longing longing and this desire to, to be an entrepreneur. So I've been in that, that space. Now, now I've been, you know, an entrepreneur full time this time around for, you know, the past, the past three years. And, you know, so it's, it's been a journey. And so, you know, for me, would I trade entrepreneurship, you know, to go back to work? No, 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 no. Not unless God came and I always said, not unless God comes and sit in this chair, this stool that I have, I have a stool in my office for Jesus. I'm like, Hey, Jesus, this is your chair right here. This is where you sit right here. So we can have these conversations. So not unless he sits in this chair and says, Hey, babe, it's time to go back. (laughs) to work with someone else. But my thing is, this has not always been an easy journey. Like I'm, like I said, this is going to be a real and raw conversation. It is not always easy. 
And so that's why I feel like it's really important for you to have a, a, a group of other entrepreneurs that you can kind of have this, these conversations with people that know and understand, not someone that hadn't started yet, not someone who thinks that you should do this and they've never been in your shoes, that type of thing. Like you want to have those conversations with people who have been there, done that, they have the t-shirt and they have a hat for it as well. <laughs> because they know and understand the nuances of entrepreneurship. And so I, and maybe, I, I was going to say, maybe I, I'm the only one, but I know it's not true because I literally just got off a call with someone who has said she has, she's been in tears when it has come to her business. And I think we've all been there. You know, I don't know how many times I have said, God, I'm done with this. <laughs> you can have this back in the people back you gave me to serve all of that. So, you know, we've been there, like I said, literally on the floor, balled up, crying in tears because I felt like I've done everything that I could have done. You know, God, this is your business. This is what you've led me to do. You know, this is how I thought you were telling me to do this thing. And I've done all the things And you know how we are, especially, you know, and I make no qualms about the fact that I am a believer, you know, and, you know, we've been there to where it's like, you know, we start rattling off all of the things that we've been doing <laughs> that makes us a good Christian. <laughs> and so I've done that with my business. You know, like I said, rattle off all the things that I've done. God, you know, I've, I'm utilizing social media, you know, Father, and I'm utilizing uh, video right now and live stream, and I've been posting, and I've been emailing my list, and I've been, I tried my hand at blogging, and, you know, God, I'm networking, and, you know, I'm doing all of the things, and all of the things are not working, like I said, you know, kind of going through that list to remind God, <laughs> you know, just in case he's forgotten what it is that I've done, and so, you know, and I always think back to scripture and I always think back to the fact that, you know, even going back to Abraham and how when God gave him the promise, it wasn't like he told Abraham on a Monday about the promise. And then that next day, Tuesday, everything manifested. And so sometimes I have to catch myself. Sometimes, you know, God has to remind me, daughter, 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 daughter. And did I say daughter? <laughs> That is, you know, I, he, and he, he said, like, I didn't say that this was going to be an overnight process. I didn't say that this is going to be a week long process. Like, this is a process type of thing. And being an entrepreneur, just like in our relationship with God and our walk with God, there's ups and downs, highs and lows. But the, the good literally outweighs the bad. You know, there are things where you thought it was going to work out a certain way and it didn't. And I know for me, I went through a season of when it didn't work out the way that I thought that it was supposed to work out or the way that I thought that God was showing me, my first instinct was to go, okay, well, maybe God didn't want me to do this. Or maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing in this season. Or maybe I need to shut down and just get quiet and turn everything off and sign off of social media and shut my business down. Like we go into that space of maybe, 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 maybe. And God had to remind me, or maybe this is an opportunity for you to trust me. For you to have faith in and believe in what it is that I told you, what it is that I have shown you type of thing. And so every time I get to that space, you know, I got to get quiet. I'm like, okay, God, you know. And so also paying attention to the words that I speak during those times where I feel like either one, God is not talking or things are not looking the way that I thought that it was supposed to look at this point. And kind of, you know, getting quiet, getting quiet and watching my mouth. And so, you know, even like I said, I like to back everything up with scripture. And so even when I think about the children of Israel and when they left out of Egypt 
And so just imagine the children of Israel, when they literally saw with their own eyes how God parted the Red Sea, they saw it for themselves. And so, you know, for us, in our minds, we're like, well, shoot, yeah, if I would have saw something like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, God, we riding together for the rest of our lives. But the thing is, you know, <laughs> so the children of Israel, you know, they crossed over the Red Sea. But then a little time later, they were like, wait a minute, you know, we left out of Egypt. Where's the food? But wait a minute, you know, we left out of Egypt. Where's the water? Wait a minute. We, you know, so it was like they had literally saw that miracle with God. And then some time later, we don't know how much time later it was when the next part of the journey didn't look the way that they thought that it would, once again, what were the words that came out of their mouths? They started to complain, wait a minute, you have us leaving this and think about it even us as ourselves. You know, when it comes to a situation and we've seen God show up and show out in a situation, he's brought us through a situation and we're praising God in the moment. But then when that next situation comes up, that next trial that comes up, we're back to, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness, wait a minute, how am I going to pay this? Oh, my God, this is, the, wait a minute, the child is not acting right. Oh, my goodness. This, like, we get back into kind of forgetting, because I know for us, or at least for me, I'll say that, sometimes when I'm reading scripture and I'm like, well, dang, these, the children of Israel, they complain all the time. Wait a minute, they saw this and they saw that and did it. I can't believe they did it. But we do the same thing. We do the same thing once again. You know, we may not physically have someone that is chasing behind us, you know, that type of thing. But we've had situations where we've been literally a mountain. Our, we felt like, quote unquote, our back has been up against the wall and we've seen God show up and work that thing out. And then once again, when that next situation comes up, it's like we forget what he's done for us before. And so that's what I mean when I say in those times where I'm either waiting, you know, for the next move or the next thing to manifest, paying attention to the words that I come out, that come out of my mouth and, and, and the importance of having other people that will surround you during that time <laughs> who will also check you. So if you do say something or do something that's out of alignment or is not in alignment with what it is that you just said that you were believing God for, you know, having those people that will check you. Well, wait a minute, babe, that's not an alignment. Wait a minute. But you said the guy told you this, a guy showed you this, or this was confirmation for this. But now you're saying something that completely like that type of thing. So once again, that's why I say being an entrepreneur, this was not designed for you to walk this thing by yourself. But you have that space in that place of the people that you can kind of go to having that circle. And once again, so if you are doing a thing in your business, well, hey, you know, I tried this, you know, I, I had this billboard that I put out or, hey, I passed out these flyers. Or I did this radio ad, you know, as a way of bringing in new clients and it's not working. And so being able to have a group of people, you know, having that conversation with God, you know, and having that space in place where you can have that conversation and you have people that will once again, stand in the gap with you, pray with you, pray for you. And then now let's brainstorm some things. Or once again, Holy Spirit, what is it that you're showing me? Hey, this is, these are the people you told me to serve, God. Uh -huh, let's, let's go ahead and fill this thing up. Let's fill this store up with the clients. Let's fill my calendar up with, with sales calls. Like, God, come on, God, let's do this thing. <laughs> So being able to be in that space and place and not in that place of, you know, getting to where things are not working out. And then once again, your words and your thoughts are speaking to what you see versus what God told you. And, you know, you remain in that space. You remain in that place. And so I remember one thing my pastor has said to me that has stuck with me for, for years now, where he said part of what the enemy does, part of his goal is to steal the word from you. 
And so that has stuck with me because once again, me paying attention to my words, me paying attention to my actions, my thoughts, ensuring that they are in alignment with what it is that God has told me. Because once again, if the enemy can steal the word, steal his promises, steal what God clearly showed me in his word, what do I have left? What is it that I can stand on? Part of what I'm standing on is the word. I'm standing on his promises with that belief and that faith that God is going to work that thing out. <laughs> and so you just want to make sure, once again, you know, have those people around you. Be really careful about the people that you do surround yourself with. But like I said, when those moments, when it, get, when it gets hard, because once again, it does, it gets hard. And, and there's sometimes like every other week, sometimes I'm like, God, look here. <laughs> but like I said, the good outweighs the bad. When I've been able to literally support hundreds of Christian female coaches to creating more income and more impact in their businesses, being able to, to stand in the gap and pray, being able to stand in the gap when they are, because a lot of my, my ladies, they're so used to other people coming to them. So those high achievers that Brenda mentioned before, they're so used to people coming to them. People are always pulling on them type of thing. And it's like, but where do I go when I need to be able to be poured into? When I need to be able to be reminded of what it is and why it is that I do what I do. So me being able to create those types of spaces and those places where these women are able to come in and really and truly, you know, get the business side to what it is because that business side is important. So that's what the business strategy comes in. But I, I love to say that I love to marry business strategy with the faith, with their faith. And so, you know, the business strategy of that, and, and once again, it's not X and God out of it because a lot of the business strategy that we talk about and that we do, God is all up in that. And we see examples of that in scripture. And so being able to align whatever strategies that you're doing, looking at how it aligns with God and his word, you know, what it is that he says and has for you to do, that type of thing makes it powerful for you as well. So really and truly looking at, you know, that alignment and knowing that you don't have to separate your faith from your business. And so I say this all the time, even if the people that you serve are not, uh, you know, Christians. Once again, what can you do to incorporate that you remain anchored in what it is that you're believing God for, you know, your own Christian values, so on and so forth. So definitely making sure that you have those anchors, that type of thing. And so, you know, just really and truly kind of looking at and looking back over these past five years of the business strategist, 14 years as an entrepreneur. And like I said, it has not always been easy, but it's been absolutely amazing. And I definitely would not trade in any of this time that I've dedicated to, to, to supporting others in this capacity as an entrepreneur. And so once again, as I stated, when I first came in with this, just saying, you know, if anyone comes to you and says to you that entrepreneurship is easy, you run in the other direction because they're not being truthful with you. But once again, the trade-off, the payoff of being able to support others, being able to create the income and impact, you know, it's, it's at a different level. It's a completely different feeling, a completely different space and place of being in that type of thing. So, you know, I just wanted to hop on in here once again with my six-figure <laughs> framework tip of the day. And just like I said, just kind of taking that time to reflect on your entrepreneurial journey, that type of thing. And so once again, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Wathauer. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again 